Hey guys, welcome back to 5nothing, 100nothing.com. I am Fug It. That stands for the fittest underdog guru using intelligent tactics. Today, guys, we're going into chapter 12, principle 12 of A Trainer's Dozen, 13 Principles for Personal Training Success. Now, this chapter, this principle is called Love it or leave it. Okay, and so in this chapter, it basically talking. Uh, I'm basically talking about having a love for the fitness game or for whatever industry you're applying this information to. So, in this one, where I basically cover is like, you know, whether it's sports, entertainment, or, or business. Um, if you look at the very best, you know, the cream of the crop. Um, the people that have the most success that are just like, you know, the Michael Jordans or the Bill Gates and those guys, you know, they um, have something in common. They've got a passion. They have a drive. Um, they do it um, not so much for the money, but they do it more for the journey, for the challenge, for the legacy that they're leaving and um, they take it very serious and it becomes their life's work and life's passion. So, um, you know, the way I've always looked at it is have fun or go home. And in the book, I tell a personal story about how um, whenever I was in um, pro wrestling and I was like at the top of my game after um, six years in the industry, <clears throat> and I was in a position where I was in all the wrestling magazines. Um, every city I went to, my t-shirts sold out. I'd signed autographs forever. Um, and I was, you know, getting all this notoriety from the fans and from my peers in the business. And one night after a match, I was sitting in a hotel room in uh, the fall of 99. And I just wrestled one of the best matches of my career against a guy from California, Michael Modest, who was um, an international superstar and was considered um, a guy that was going to be one of the top guys in the next few years. So this young, strong bull, you know, he and I went out there and we just tore the house down in uh, Delaware. So um, we finished up, you know, signed the autograph, sold out the shirts, made a bunch of money. Um, I'd got honored by um, uh, East Coast uh, championship wrestling, which is um, a very um, decorated and uh, respected um, wrestling promotion out on the East Coast, <clears throat> where a lot of superstars were coming out of that area. Even though I was primarily um, planted in the Midwest, it, they would fly me out there for shows. So I'm sitting in this hotel room after, and I had a bag of like some kind of fast food from earlier in the day that I didn't finish before the show. And so I'm eating like these cold French fries and a half a hamburger or something. And I turn on the TV in my hotel room and I'm watching reruns of all in the family. And it's like two in the morning, <clears throat> just nursing my, my wounds, my injuries. I was all banged up. And I'm just like, I am miserable. And I was not happy doing what I was doing anymore. So I said, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I, I can't be in this industry anymore. It's not fun for me. Um, I was about to make more money than I'd ever made, but I had lost my mojo, my drive, my passion to be in the industry. I was dreading it. And um, it led me to, to start to just follow my heart and to go after, just like when I had went after professional wrestling as a career, to go after something that got me excited, that got me up in the morning, that um, 
you know, when I was growing up, I would read cover to cover every wrestling magazine and want to know everything about the sport. But now that I had kind of uh, peeked behind the veil, you know, saw the wizard behind the curtain, um, it wasn't fun for me anymore doing it day in and day out. And I found myself consuming fitness material, exercise, science, nutrition, all these things. And it started to click for me that that's where I ultimately wanted to go. One, I didn't have to um, keep myself in tip-top shape 24-7, 365. I could um, back off a little bit, still be in great shape, lose some of the muscle, some of the mass that I had and needed for um, professional wrestling. And I could make a difference in other people's lives. I enjoyed the process of getting in shape not just performing. So that's what started me down that path. So I tell a little bit about that story um, in here. And I also talk about focusing on the destination and then the journey. So in other words, when you um, know that you're you know, going to take a journey, whatever, wherever you go, it's going to be a journey, you know, and you got to enjoy the process of getting there. It's going to be a grind, but you could make it. <clears throat> so I talk about um, focus on your destination first, meaning that make sure that whatever building you want to be at the top of, whatever mountain you want to climb, that you first calculate it, you know, focus on where you want to go before you set the GPS <clears throat> and make sure that, you know, that's where you ultimately want to end up because it's going to take some time and it's going to take a lot of hard work and you're going to have to enjoy the process or else you're not going to make it. If your heart's not in it, I don't care how much they pay you. Um, there's not enough money to where you're actually going to be happy if you're not enjoying what you're doing. So calculate that first because you, the last thing you want to do is climb up that mountain and then realize that it, when you're at the mountaintop, there's nothing there for you and you're not happy. So it's going to be a lot of it is going to be the journey and, and a very sh uh, small, small amount of time or short period of time on top of that mountain. So <clears throat> make sure. Sorry, a little congested. So, you know, I talk about that. And if you have others that you can either network with or talk to or take to lunch, buy a cup of coffee, now you can tweet them or, you know, message them and ask them, you know, their thoughts on things. Um, I admire a lot of guys that uh, do podcasting and interviews because uh, if it's in their field of interest or in their industry, they're talking to some of the best in the business and getting a chance to like pick their brains you know, in exchange for giving them publicity. So it's really a win-win. So that could be the next step for this cowboy. Um, you know, I talk about having joy on the journey. You know, you've got to be joyful. Um, not, it's not always perfect or easy, but if you're enjoying it, it's a heck of a lot easier. Um, and finding personal fulfillment, as well as one of the things that really hit me about the benefits of personal training, which was motivation and accountability. And when you have that, um, that's a huge part of what I do every day for people is I motivate them to get in the gym, set goals and work hard. And they're accountable in that we have a relationship and <clears throat> it's like meeting a friend for lunch. You know, you're going to, if you have a date and a time, you're going to be there because you don't want to let them down. And it's the same with the trainer and the client relationship. All right, guys. Like, share, subscribe. Hope you enjoyed that. We got one principle left, one chapter left, and we're done with a trainer's dozen. All right, guys, take care. Have a good day. <clears throat>